I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back. 1.51 is the time here in the KSL Newsroom, wrapping up the second hour of today's episode of Live Mike, episode number 283. Very basic question we are discussing here, one that I, I am sure has come up in your home if you have ever been uh, or are now a pet owner. And it uh, very basically is how much, how much would you pay to save your pet? How much would you pay to save your pet? Uh, I <clears throat> started off as a conversation uh, between myself and a handful of others in the KSL newsroom here where uh, Andy Farnsworth, you know Andy, of course, a superstar here at KSL News Radio, he shared a story from his home where uh, their new dog, I think the, the puppy's been a part of the Farnsworth family now for just over a month, and uh, a grape fell to the ground and was quickly gobbled up by the puppy dog. Well, it turns out that uh, grapes and dogs uh, don't mix. And so the uh, the vet was called up and some back and forth, some discussions and some decisions were made. And ultimately the decision was made uh, that even just one little grape in the belly of this uh, brand new member of the Farnsworth family, a little puppy, uh, that, uh, you know, they decided to pay. And uh, ultimately came to about $500 to uh, to pump the stomach and clear the toxins uh, from this little puppy's system. And, uh, and you know, the expectation is that the Farnsworth family will enjoy the companionship of uh, that little puppy for many years to come. What would you spend? How far would you go? Uh, we've had some conversations in uh, my family, and I think we've got this little cat, <clears throat> kind of a little runty cat, uh, calico colored, it's missing a tail. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the if the tail is missing, uh, you know, genetically, like it's some kind of breed that has a bobtail or something, or if it's a rescue cat. And so I don't know if in an earlier life maybe it got shut in the door or uh, hopefully nothing more nefarious than that. But anyway, I've got this cat. I'm very fond of it, and uh, you, you've heard me talk about the cat before, so I'll spare you. But uh, I I my my position is if we've got it to spend, we'll spend it. Uh, and <clears throat> maybe we'll put some kind of limit on it. I have thrown out the number 5000 Uh I certainly don't have $5,000 to spend on uh, cat repair <laughs> right now. I think if you were to ask my wife, she would have a, a lower number. Uh, but anyway, it is certainly something that we've discussed and uh, debated. Uh, what about you? i got some phone callers on the line right now. I'd like you to weigh in, too, if you've uh, had this conversation in your home or if you've endured some sort of uh, oh my gosh expense that surprised you that you were willing to pay uh, call in share with us that story it's 801 KSL talk is the number 801 575 8255 first uh, conversation uh, Jack from Ogden calls in Jack uh, what do you say 
Well, thanks. Thanks so much for having me on, Lee. You know, I'm 69 years old, and many, many years ago, we had a couple little dogs, but we decided not to uh, buy any more because you get so attached to them. So anyway, last year, we rescued this little Yorkie uh, from the pound, and it has become part of our life and uh, just part of our family. And I don't, I would not put a limit on it. I, I think there's a lot of people that, you know, they, they would put a limit on it if whatever they could afford. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're, we're older and that. We can just about afford anything. I, it, I any amount. I, I would pay any amount unless the, the uh, pet had a, a cancer or something to where they knew that it was going to pass on, uh, you know, at a certain time. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I would. I would pay any amount because it just, it it has brought us so, especially at our age, it has brought us so much joy into our life that I just can't, it's just part of our family. It really is. Sure, sure. Uh, Well, Jack, listen, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm touched that you've got such a a close bond with the animal. That's a a good thing. You know, the the studies out there uh, that animals are good for human health. Companionship is a wonderful thing. And uh, to be in a position to, to, you know, pay whatever whatever comes that dog's way. Congratulations to you for a life well lived. Th- thanks again for the call, Jack. Thanks for listening. Um, Jack brings up an ex- interesting point, and it is one of quality of life. This this question isn't uh, strictly one about dollars and cents. It is about outcome as well. And uh, there are those who uh, you know may uh, shovel a lot of money into uh, prolonging the life of a, of a little creature, uh, a companion, a member of the family, if you will. Uh, who's contracted some sort of malady that uh, that is incurable. And what do you do? How do you evaluate that? How do you make the decisions uh, about prolonging the life if by prolonging the life you are also potentially, you know, dogs and cats uh, and animals, they can't communicate the way humans can. They can't say, ouch. They can't uh, give you a 1 to 10 score on the pain scale. And so, you know, without that uh, insight, you know, you, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, next call comes from uh, Sarge and Sandy. Sarge, welcome to the program. How you doing? Hey, I'm great. Uh, I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah. What would you pay to save a child? I, that's a great. It's a great question. And I. Okay. It, but but the answer is this. I, the the premise I think is well. well I'll, I'll answer. I'll answer directly. Uh, I, I would give any amount of money, and I would beg, borrow, and uh, and maybe even steal uh, to you know to prolong the life of my child. One hundred percent, absolutely. Uh, that, that's go ahead. That's where they feel about our golden retriever. He's a he's a just over a year old. We had one before that. She's twelve years old. She died in an operating table. We would have paid thousands of dollars to save her, but she didn't make it because of her age. Mm-hmm. And the the surgery was required. It wasn't optional. So uh, it's just that my wife would just be a basket case if we let let. It, the one we have now go. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't matter. I would sell my truck. I would sell my motorhome. I'd sell anything I have to pay to save our golden retriever. Mm. Uh, I would mortgage my house. Wow. I, I wouldn't care what it costs uh, to save that little. And she's a part of our family. Uh, my wife lives and dies for her mm. every morning. She's She lays her head on her lap and and she's just a sweet puppy. So that's my answer. Well, Sarge, thank you for calling and sharing it with us. Uh, I, I, I admire the affection you have. 
Uh, but what I was hearing, uh, what I was hearing as you were describing that is uh, the the affection you have for your wife, uh, going to all ends to make sure that her happiness was protected. That's how. That's what I took away from that conversation. Uh, last call comes uh, from Riverton. Stacy dials up. Stacy, uh, welcome to the program. Uh, you've got some gerbils you'd like to talk about. Yes, hi Lee. Um, so we've got two dogs, but then my son, who's eleven, wanted some gerbils. Yeah. So we got these two little gerbils. They were a year old uh-huh. sisters, and the one decided she was going to cut her tail badly on one of the toys inside the cage. Okay. And we had ended up at the vet and had to have her tail amputated for a hundred and forty-five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> was there a discussion about that expenditure ahead of time? Or did you just, just jump uh, not right really. in? <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um, when the doctor called and, and said that we could either put her down or we could um, save her, my son just looked at me in these little puppy dog eyes, yeah, and yeah. I was like, okay, let's just do it. <laughs> Let, let me ask you this, and listen, you, you don't you don't have to answer this question if you don't want, and, and certainly if your if your uh-huh. son's listening, uh, you, you might want to you know decline to answer this. But let's say your son wasn't involved. Let's say you, uh, Stacy, sole owner of these two gerbils, uh, one of them has some trouble with the tail. Uh, you take it into the vet. The vet says, "Hey, yeah, listen, we could save this thing. It's going to cost you 145. Uh, do, do you do you pay that on your own without your son's input? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I, I'm an animal lover, well, so. I think if and she's doing great now. It's been a little over a month, and she's it hasn't affected her. What, what, uh, <laughs> so, what are the gerbils' names? Uh, Chewy and Fluffy. Oh, Chewy and Fluffy. Oh, very creative. Uh, yep. Outstanding. Listen, Stacy. Thank you so much for uh, for listening and calling in. Uh, all right, that's it. Uh, we're done talking about pets. If you want to weigh in, uh, please feel free to do so. You can continue to to share your thoughts on the Facebook page. Lee Lonsberry. There's a little live mic logo up in the corner. Have a look at that. Quick break. When we return, it's the top two stories at two o'clock ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.